Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com. Look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in ROTR in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Go. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Colt Brocato, Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual, already dogging on me and dogging on my hat. I don't understand. You're from STL, so what? what's the issue with my hat? No issue. I just oh, said it's not an issue. your hat made me want to talk about something. Okay. What kind of hat is that though? Is that... Uh, that would be a St. Louis Battlehawks hat. Hmm. Does it say caca on the back? If it does, you have to burn it right now. <laughs> Actually, it says XFL. Okay, good. Okay. But it, I had sewn into the side of it, I hate Stan Kroenke. You suck. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Well, your hat, I'm not dogging your hat. It's actually a cool hat. But I, I want, STL in general, seeing the letters STL made me think of something. So you are you familiar with the, the St. Louis Walk of Fame? Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this too, but go ahead. Oh, you know where I'm going with it? Where am I going? I think. Yeah, go ahead. Tell no, me where am I going? I, I mean, is there a certain individual that's wanting to get his star on the Walk of Fame? Is that Do you what you're know one of? that wants that? I don't know anyone that wants that. Is it really that oh, important? It, okay, hang on. Now, now we have to go back and you have to explain it. Because apparently I, okay. I thought this was like a uh, a good thing. Is it lame? Well, I don't. I mean, it's not lame, no. Well, I didn't know anything about it. I knew what it was, but I didn't know... 
the criteria, if you will, as to how you get to be on the St. Louis Walk of Fame. Okay, right? while, while you're telling so me, naturally, I have something to look up, but go ahead. So naturally, you would think like, well, it's going to have to be, it's it's all the stars from St. Louis, meaning if you've, if you're from St. Louis and you've been, you're successful. Well, not necessarily like they, they kind of position it in a way where you have to have made an impact internationally or sort of globally in order to be considered. So can you give me some examples of who's on it? So who's on, so Chuck Berry, obviously he's a big one. Yeah. Scott Bakula didn't know he was from St. Louis. Is that Scott Bakula is right? Yeah. That's the, uh, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. That's what I was looking for. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he went to Kirkwood High School. Uh, Maya Angelou, big one. Okay. Yogi Berra is a big one, obviously. Uh, you know, and one, you know, when I was, so I, I went through the list because I had to know some of these people because <clears throat> I really didn't know anybody other than, you know, like uh, fucking Lou Brock and like baseball players that would have been on it. But um, is there any hockey players, like blues players? Nope. Really? We'll get into that. Which seems okay. odd, right? A little bit, yeah. But so, a guy that I always forget is uh, Miles Davis. He's he was from... born in Alden, Illinois, but he grew up in East St. Louis. Really? Which are, you know, they're ten. I don't know, ten miles apart. What uh-huh. is it? Fifteen yeah. miles apart. But uh, I always forget about that. So that was an interesting one to see. Robert Duvall. Did you know he was from St. Louis? Did not. Yeah, he went to uh, Principia. Here in St. Louis, and then went to Principia College. Huh. St. Louis, born and raised, did it all here. There's another one that surprised me. Well, you know, Red Fox, the comedian, yep. actor, yep. passed away. He's from here. Cedric the Entertainer, John Goodman. So is Nelly on there? John... Well, that's the thing. I think Nelly is an inductee this year, oh, along okay. with okay. Andy Cohen, Maya Angelou, and someone else. Okay. Yeah. So I heard about this and I was like, well, what's the criteria and how do you get on that? But then it started making me think of who who should be on it. And I mainly was thinking about music, personalities, kind of, sort of. Let me see if I can find some of the other ones that so, surprised me. Cur- so current or no? Sure. Or, or both? Okay. I'm just thinking sure. like, I wonder, is there like a year? Um, like how many years you've been doing something or something like that before Walk of Fame will... Consider inducting you. I, don't know I, wonder that, how, I wonder how that yeah, works. Yeah, I don't know that that matters. Okay. So here's like, but here's so like, there are people on it that are not from St. Louis. So for instance, Charles Lindbergh. He was the chief pilot for the first St. Louis to Chicago airmail route in April 1926. Um, <clears throat> while based at Lambert Field, he conceived of an airplane that could fly from New York to Paris and persuaded a group of St. Louis businessmen to finance the project. Now, obviously, he's a pretty influential yeah he, yeah so per, maybe it makes sense but you're not from here fucker well but all i guess a lot of because a lot of it had to do with st louis and what he would and what it, he yeah. did i guess that's the tie yeah, yeah. Huh. the majority of his business was done in st louis we'll just call it that yeah yeah nelly stan usual fucking bob pettit anyway harold ramus so this is another thing not from here from chicago but went to wash U. So it's like, well, you're not from here. Yeah. Don't the, get me wrong. I love Ghostbusters. The criteria must be pretty good. you're nervous. not from here. Yeah. I love Stripes. So it's a weird criteria. But I was thinking, you definitely have to just put the urge on the list, right? Yeah. 
And so that's what I probably seen just yesterday. all of them, right? Not just Steve Ewing, because I heard somebody else tweeted this that Steve Ewing should be on it when they. I guess Andy Cohen, who's getting it, who is an inductee this year. Mm-hmm. Someone tweeted, "Well, obviously you got to put Steve Ewing," and I'm like, "Well, why not just put the urge?" Period. Right. So do they do that? Do they do bands like a full band? No, I don't see like groups of people. No. Gotcha. Huh. How about Can- Jeff Burton? That would be a great one. Why not? Yeah. I think he belongs on it. One of the biggest. You could make the case anyway. Radio personalities in St. Louis forever. How about, um, who's another one? Are there any other bands, like full groups that you would think? Story of the year. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think story why should, be, should be? Sure. <laughs> why uh, Why not isn't a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they care? I don't think they <laughs> no, care. I doubt it. I really don't think they care, but they could. Well, Steve Ewing, though, if you think about it too, he's sort of made more contributions than just music with you know the restaurants and for sure. You know, his name is synonymous with St. Louis, right? Right. Yeah. Everyone in St. Louis knows who that guy is. Yeah. By the way, I hope he made a killing because he actually had a Steve's hot dogs cart at the dome for all the games and their lines were crazy every time. Can't go wrong with hot dogs. I've never been there. I'm not like a huge hot dog person though. I'm not either. I've been there once. I won't go out of my way. And it was good, but it was just because I'd never been. Yeah. And it was very good. Yeah. I, I, someone, so I went, when I was in Chicago once with, uh, one of my bands, Two guys were like, we have to go to Portillo's. We have to go to Portillo's. You have to go to Portillo's if you're in Chicago. I'm like, guys, I don't really like hot dogs. They're like, and don't get me wrong. If I go to a ball game, I'll eat a hot dog with some sauerkraut and some mustard. Sure. But I'm not going out of my way. And you don't have to, I don't give a fuck about all your fancy toppings. Like, I don't care that much. Right. (laughs) But I was like, guys, I don't really like hot dogs. Like, no, no, no. This is a different hot dog. Trust us. Trust us. Dude, we waited in line for 45 minutes to get a hot dog and it was an average hot dog i was like guys don't ever i'm not listening to you ever again ever again when it comes to food but dude that place packed i mean lines out the doors just like i don't get it yeah i'm sure he's making a killing off those yeah so anyway so we said yeah we got urge story i'm trying to think of any other bands that were big enough and if we're talking international too I don't know. I can't. I can't think of any any other ones. Ludo. Uh, Maybe. Are they considered St. Louis though? Yeah, of course. Okay. Why did I think they were across, like right across the river? They're St. Charles, but they're okay. They're across the wrong river. How about that? <laughs> um, I got a good one. How about Joe Edwards? Mm, you're gonna be mad. I don't know who that is. The Loop guy. We've talked about. Oh. Before. Oh. Uh. I don't know. Because the Walk of Fame is in the loop, for fuck's sake. No? Don't think so? I don't I don't know. I, I mean, is he that? You think that Trolley's pissed, pissed so many people <laughs> off that he shouldn't be in his own Walk of Fame in the own part of town that he helped establish? I don't yeah. know. I mean, he could probably buy one. Just buy a star if he wanted it. Yeah. Are there any porn stars from St. Louis? I have no clue. What, what, what about Nikki Glazer at some point? Oh, God, she's so annoying. Did you ever watch her show? No, I couldn't. I muscled through about one and a half episodes, and man, it is just 
It's, it, it, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Best Missouri porn stars. This is a real website. <laughs> Emiliana. She is, uh, her Pornhub rank is 7,486. I don't think that's good enough to make the Walk of Fame. I say, what does that mean? Molly Ray. I don't know. I've, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> but this is the first time I've looked at naked women while doing the podcast. So there's a first for everything. Okay. I mean, the website did it, dude. I didn't do it. Uh huh. Let me yeah. go to the number. Yeah. Let me go to the number. You forgot. One you forgot to share your screen, Patrick. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, these will probably get us. Uh... So the number one from Missouri is Kira Cole. She is uh, has a Pornhub rank of three hundred and twenty-two. Okay. She is. Uh, she was born in Carbondale, Illinois. So that's not St. Louis, but close. Mm-hmm. It's close. Uh-huh. Oh, here this this girl was Rosalind Spinks, Pornhub rank five hundred forty. Uh, by the way, that rank I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't either. That's why I was asking. But I'm going to find out someday. Um, <laughs> she was born in St. Louis, Missouri, on July nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Let's put her on the Walk of Fame. Why not? She's been in eighty four total scenes. Ooh. Started in porn in 2018. Kansas City, Florida. What? Anyway, it's enough of that. I probably let me close that tab real quick before I share my screen <laughs> for the next thing. Anyway, I just think it's kind of a silly thing, but I guess it's a sure. I mean, it's a good honor, you know. I mean, are you familiar with Andy Cohen? Uh, not really. Yeah, I mean, I know who he is. I only watched the only time I ever saw anything that he was on is when the blues won the, the cup and he had a couple of the guys, a couple of the guys on, I saw like, but I didn't watch it on television when it was live. I saw it later on social media. How about Pat Maroon? Well, I was going to say Brett Hull. He's not from here. Have we established that that doesn't matter? Apparently, but also I didn't. So <laughs> where did Pat Maroon go to school at? Oakville. I want to say, I'll look it up. Okay. Where is Brett Hall from? I know he's not from here. I always forget. He's from... Oh, he's from Canada. Yeah, that's right. What am I talking about? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I feel like they'll still give him Pat, one at some point. Yeah, he went to Oakville. Wow, I was right. Did I say Oakville? You did, yeah. Yeah, you got to put Pat Maroon. I like it. You got to. Well, I think eventually you'll have some basketball players on there like Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum. Eventually. So, okay, so you were talking about, like, groups. I mean, could you do, like, the St. Lunatics? Uh, you should. Or does Murphy Lee deserve a star on his own without Nelly? No, man. What was his hit song? I don't remember. Who's 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 everybody in the club get tipsy? Is that Chingy? No, that's uh, Jaquan. Oh God! What? Oh no, <laughs> Chingy is. Uh, I like that way you do that right there. Yeah, yeah. Why don't I know Murphy Lee? Hold up, what's his? He's got a single, right? Yeah, like that he, did. Yeah, fairly well. Yeah, oh. I don't remember what it was though. Hold on, we'll find out right now. Wait, is Jaquan from St. Louis? Actually, yeah, I think might he might be. Oh, dude, this is a good song. What the hook gonna be? Yeah, you knew it. Why I, didn't you say it if you knew it? Because I just, I just seen it. <laughs> you just thought of it. No, I just seen it. I looked it up. You synced it. Yeah. What the hook gonna be? Yeah, that's a good one. 
We don't need no fucking hook on this B. This is a good Yo, song. check it out. This shit Dirty Nelly broadcasting live from Dirty ENT Radio. Yo, we got a special event for y'all tonight. Hell I'm yeah. about to see something that ain't never, ever, ever been done before. God, look at the clothes. Jermaine Dupree. When was the last time you heard that name? I got my dirty Jermaine Dupree in here working this switch Yesterday, right now. I got I my Jermaine dirty Leezus on the turntables. Oh, really? My key mm -hmm. holding it down right here. Slow down. My dirty Murphy Lee. Remember my Bow Wow story? Uh. Meaning little Bow Wow? Did you tell me that story? I did, yes. It was the same day I met Lil Bow Wow. I met Jermaine Dupree. They were actually okay. together. Nice. To break this thing down, dirty ENT, we all we got. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. This song was catchy as hell. This was, yeah. This was a slapper for sure. Have you ever seen a little girl who be doing what I do? I can't get over it. God, I can't get over the clothes. Remember when everyone dressed like this? Uh huh. God. I feel like Murphy Lee should have had a lot more hits on his own. I agree. On his own. I agree. I like this song a lot. You know what? I like this whole era of rap a lot, and I really get sick and tired of snobby rap guys or hip-hop guys talking about this was the worst era in hip-hop or rap music really i haven't was heard nelly i haven't heard that ludicrous really? era yeah i've heard a bunch of fucking snobs say that like i heard jonah hill said that one time i was like hey dude take a fucking lap you suck <laughs> the fuck out of here he was like trying to be cool with all of his like obscure new york underground guys and he's like yeah the worst era of rap was all that nelly shit i got into the backpack rap backpack rap scene i was like yeah cool fuck yourself anyway <clears throat> when you leave time they go around running their mouths what, no, what year was this sorry what, what year was this so it's like oh gotta be 2005 oh, right three universal records i mean it was put it was uploaded to youtube in 2009 2003 oh you saw it right there did yeah. you just say that yeah i did i'm dumb <laughs> Talking bad about the players if I'm not gonna see you later, man. You can't be fronting until you confronted on if you don't like what's her well with young dude news. St. Louis like blue. Matter of fact, you know what I'm gonna do? The first 200 ladies to come up to the station right now, we're gonna let him in free. We're gonna do this thing right now. Nelly, stop talking. We're trying to hear the hook. All I need is the track in the background. My headphones loud. Tell her they're going around and I'm gonna I'm sorry, I like that. I do I, really like that song. I can, I might I, be totally biased, but that's an era of rap that I just it's fun to me. Yeah, I agree. I think I mean even that that first record from Chingy man, like that mm -hmm. was the same time. Mm-hmm. I met Chingy too. He had like ten bodyguards with him. <laughs> yeah. But apparently he had some people that were looking for him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I won't Dude, get that... into it because God knows I don't know the full story. I mean, I'm I'm down, but I don't know the full story. But one of the guys who was not in his entourage but knew a bunch of the guys in his entourage, I was like, I just remember going to him like, man, he rolls deep, huh? He's like, he's got to. He's got to. If he's going to show his face around town, he has to. They're, wow. He's like, they're – Quite a few people looking for that dude, waiting to see him. Oh boy. Okay. Glad it wasn't here while I was here. That's, that's 
Anyway, what were you just going to say? I was going to say that first record, like that had quite a few good, like really good songs on it, right? So that's the one, that's the, I like the way you do that right there. Yeah, right there. It had Hol- there. Holiday Inn was on it. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Holiday Inn. Um, what's one of the songs that. What's One Call Away? What's that? Yeah, that that's with Jason Weaver. I don't know if you, do you know who Jason Weaver what words is? Are you, what words are you saying? Jason Weaver. He's an actor also. Oh, boy. Um, well, since you know so much about it, we're going to watch it. I bet you'll know the song. Yeah? Yeah. It's not a bad song. I remember this song. This was a good song. Wow. God, this is a throwback for sure. But this is also like the same time like the 50 Cent was big too, right? Like, I mean, I, oh, this that whole guy. era I know was that so guy. good. Yeah, I know that dude, dude, the dude singing. He was in uh, Drumline. Yeah, that's right. I say, I knew him from, did you ever see the TV show Smart Guy? I was trying to think of that. It was a Disney show, yeah. You look like a smart guy guy. <laughs> you look like you'd be into that. I liked it, yeah. There we go. Oh, dude, and Ludacris. Yeah, dude, that whole era was so good. Yeah, I don't know how you could hate you. I mean, I get it if you're like one of these snobs. I mean, look, if you're from New York and you hear that, you're probably like, that's kind of corny. I could see why you would have that, but at the end of the day, that's a club. Like if you're in the club and that comes on, what what's the problem? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to look at that. Yeah. Look up that. If whole... you speak ill of Luda, we can't be friends. <laughs> Luda is my dude. How did we get on this? I don't even remember. But fun stuff. Uh, I asked you about Murphy Lee because of oh yeah, we can move on from the Walk of Fame. <laughs> I, I just thought it was. I saw people tweeting about it, and I was like, yeah. Well, for sure, the urge, and for sure, Jeff Burton. Right? Yes. There's probably some people that I'm forgetting about, but you you definitely will see some basketball players on there. The J- Jason Tatum, for sure. Bradley Beal, for sure. Larry Hughes could probably be on there, if I'm being honest. Because he does a lot for the community still with his camps and stuff. And, you know, anyway. All right, I want to ask you something else. And I don't want to take up too much time with this, but so... Are you a fan of tribute songs? Give me an example. So like, uh, you know, someone passes away, an artist records a tribute song to them. Or artists, plural, record a tribute record to them. Something like that. Mm, I don't know that I've seen this. Is this like a common thing? Well, it can be. So I've talked about the band Snot, right? Yeah. So like... They, there was a, when he, when Lynn Strait died, when Lynn Strait of Snot died, uh, there was a record made called Straight Up. It was a, it was a tribute record to Lynn Strait. And there were a bunch of really good songs, really good, really good bands on it. Like Fred was on there from Limp Bizkit, Brandon from Incubus. Uh, let me think who else, uh, Jonathan from Corn. But the, the real like hit from it was the Seven Dust song. Which I, I know you know <clears throat> the song "Angel Sun" by Seven Dust. 
Yes. It, it's to my in my opinion still their best song to this day. I love Seven Dust, but to me this is their best song. And it was, it's just a really beautiful, just a fucking well written, just great song that kind of showcases how good that band really is. Here, let me show you something. So I thought was what was funny about that song is it was not only on that tribute record, but that they they then re-recorded it and put it on their next record that came out. And I kind of I beg the question: It's like, well, should you have done that? Like, I know it's a hit, I know it's a great song, and you want to continue keep it rolling. But like, it had like this special meaning, right. you know. Now you're kind of taking. And I, it I don't to... fault them for doing it. I'm just saying, you know, there were some trolls back in the day before before the internet. That were just like so mad about that, like, oh, these, what the hell? Like, dude, no respect. These losers couldn't write another song. But I don't know. What do you think about that? Not necessarily them putting it on the next record, but so doing a record like that. Right. The reason I'm asking is because I got to tread lightly here, but it's been bugging me. And maybe you and I can talk more about it off the podcast. But like, so. <laughs> I've been asked to do things like this before, and I've always been very hesitant. Okay. Um, mainly because I don't want I don't want the person's memory to be distorted by the song or the 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 art, if you will. You know, like I don't like. I feel like I'm almost taking advantage of the the death of someone to gain to personally gain. Like I don't want to personally gain from some the passing of someone. Right? Does that make sense? Am I am I elaborate? Am I, no, I, I articulating I this well enough? I understand what you're saying, but I don't know what you what you're really taking. What what? I don't know what you're really taking. Like how 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 well, like taking away from. Well, if the song becomes popular and you make some money and it's like a hit okay. song, it's like, well, I guess it depends on how close you are to the person, you know? Yeah, for sure. One of your kids dies, your spouse dies, your brother or sister die, your mom or dad die. You want to uh, memorialize them with a song. Sure, I get it. When I've been approached about this, and I have been approached recently about doing one, we'll talk about that off the podcast. Okay. I in the moment was just sort of like, oh yeah, that would be, I I could be down for that. But then I started thinking, I'm like, I don't know that I want to do that. Like it was for a really good friend of mine that just passed. You'll probably remember that it was recent. I I I know what, what you're saying. I, I I don't know. So I mean, the thing is, like, okay, you're you're being approached to make a song, and then what's going to happen with that song? It'll just be in the person's memory, and then the song will be out. And it, I, I don't know. I just feel weird about it. I, I can't so, like so, fully so, explain. So what I'm saying is, in that case, I don't see that there's anything to be weird weird about, like to to think that you're oh, taking yeah. away from it. Because like now, if you were going to record this and then you were like going out and promoting it on social media, like, hey, I'm putting this new song out, and then you're actually you know benefiting from that song, then maybe. Well, how would you not? I mean, you're still putting it out. It's still there. Right. Maybe you don't put it up to be purchased. I, I don't know the best way to do it. Yeah. But I, I saw, again, I was approached recently, and I have been approached in the past also. And I I, I, I don't know. I think, like, some things you just kind of kind of let marinate and just don't. I, I, I don't know. 
Okay, sometimes so, I just so don't want to involve myself. So let's say after we can use either one after Chris Cornell passed or after Chester passed, another yeah. artist comes out with a song and says that I wanted to put that, put out this song for my good friend Chris Cornell, you know, and it's a tribute to them. And then they put it out on all platforms. So in that case, you look yeah. at that like, well, it's not really genuine because you're benefiting from this as well. Like you're making money off of that's this my also. Point. That's what I was saying, yeah. But I'm saying like in in your situation, it's a little different. Like I don't think you're going to be putting that song out and trying to, you know, make money off it or anything like that. You're just doing it for someone. Correct. I would. That's you me. would, yes, yes. But I wouldn't even think to do this in the first place. Right. But like I, it wouldn't be my idea. Yeah, I I don't know. It's even like with the bigger names, if something like that were to happen, I I my morals say don't do something like that. But I would bet the morals of a lot of bands in the industry is like, well, we can kill two birds with one stone here. Yeah, and I, that's a really shitty way of looking at it. it but, is. And I would hate it to is. think, but I, you know, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I just feel weird. I just feel I, I'm bringing it up because I feel weird about it. And the more and more I, I get in my own head, the weirder I the weirder I feel about it. Like when my aunt passed away, this was years and years ago. But one of her dying wishes was for me to sing the song, sing the song "Spirit in the Sky" at her funeral. Okay. Okay. And this is the first time that anyone's ever requested something of this like this of me, and I, I, she was great. So I was like, yeah, of course. You know, one my my other aunt told me about it. I was like, oh yeah, I, I got to do that. And I was probably the most nervous I've ever been was doing that than anything I've ever done musically. Because it was so um, intimate and not not that many people. Yeah, really? but I didn't want to yeah. fuck it up. You're in a yeah. church and you know church acoustics. And it, it was just a whole. Again, I got in my own head about it, but yeah. it, it went well. Everybody weeped, and it was good. It, you know, I felt like it was it was a good one time sort of send off. For my aunt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I'm like, saying it was good. You, I know, but it, that's not how it came. It out. was good to Every, do that. everybody that's wept, I mean. and it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they did. So, but then after that, my cousin passed away, and her mother came to me and was like, "Hey, would you want to sing such and such?" And I was like, at the funeral, right? Keep in mind, I have a giant family, giant families. So, like, death is common, unfortunately, because there's so many people. Mm -hmm. But I, I, was, I was like, yeah, I let me think of I, I don't remember what I said, but then I eventually ended up not doing it. And it came up later at like a family gathering, and we were talking about it. And they were kind of like, yeah, you know, we thought you would really want to do that, but it's okay if you didn't. And her husband goes, hey, maybe he doesn't want to be the funeral singer. Did you guys ever think of that? Like, that's how he said it. Yeah. Like, yeah he's kind of right. He's kind of right. Don't necessarily want to be the funeral singer guy. But but you're probably like that one musician in the family, aren't you? Uh, no. No? Not necessarily. But for my aunt, it made sense because she was a musician. She played piano. She played fucking banjo and shit like it just it made sense she was musically inclined and she loved loved music and loved the fact that i was doing it so that's where that came from but then you know with my cousin that died she was this is a little girl who passed away you know i don't know if the, there's quite the same connection to be made 
family's family. I get it, but I, I, you know, I just feel weird about it now. But and we'll we'll get into it more off the podcast when I'm talking about. Hopefully, <laughs> could you ever? Uh, have you ever been asked to, or could you do a eulogy at a funeral? I've not been asked to, but I yeah, I probably could. As long as everybody weeps and it's good. I would prefer that people weep <laughs> and it's good. Let's watch some seven does to to save this conversation because I'm an asshole apparently. This is live on David Letterman. Such a good voice. Yep. Now let me ask you something. Do you consider that a butt rock voice? No. Because I've seen him lumped in with butt rock singers, and I don't agree. I disagree. So do I. With that time period thing, is that why? It probably has a lot to do with it, yeah. I mean, he's got some twang to his voice, I guess, but I don't agree. He's got more soul to his voice than the dude from Saliva, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no disrespect to the dude from Saliva. There's only, is there only one guy in the band that's from St. Louis? No one's from St. Louis. Oh, oh, who, who am I thinking? Clint lives in this yeah. guy over here, the guitar yeah, player that was yeah. singing. He lives Lowry? in St. Louis now, but he's not. Oh, he's okay. not from here. Gotcha. Okay. He married a girl from St. Louis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. Great song. So that made sense, but they but they were on that show doing that song as a promotion for their new record, not. The tribute record. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So again, you're benefiting. Technically, yeah. But I don't know where the line can be drawn. I don't know where where you draw the line. And I know my brain works differently than others, and I'm probably more anxiety-driven over this than most people would be. Some Most people would just like, just fucking do it, and who cares what people think, but I don't know. It's not the way it's not the way I operate, unfortunately. I get it. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it more after after the show. Sorry. Okay. Since we're on the subject of uh, of of we were talking about new metal. I'm sorry, butt rock singers. Do you consider Saliva a new metal band? Uh maybe yes yeah so so loudwire put out this list of so they were ta- there was an article about how new metal has become more popular recently than in it's it's its popularity has been surging and more popular than it has been in years but with the article they included their top 50 new metal albums of all time and saliva was on there the album with click click boom and all that i i I guess you do call that new metal, huh? Yeah. 
2001. Jesus, that's how long ago that came out. My God. I mean, you could. I mean, I could see butt rock. What were you doing in 2001? Uh, let's see. 2001, I would have been in seventh grade. Were you rocking a saliva choker like no, on this album cover? No, definitely not. But not. I was probably listening to it. Power Man 5000. I like it. It's a good one. Yeah. This one's great. Out of Callousness by Spineshank. Spineshank's one of my all-time faves. Dope. What do you think number one is before I get their guess? Go ahead. Uh, if it's new metal, I'm assuming it's a Deftone record. Is it White Pony? I'm going to say it's a corn record. Yep. Oh, good call. Their self-titled record from 1994. That's Blind and Toxicity, System of a Down, Linkin Park, Hybrid Theory. Yeah, you could definitely say Hybrid Theory could probably be number one because it's the most I successful could, I could definitely new metal record make of all time. it my, yeah. <laughs> You're still hearing In the End everywhere. Really? Where are you hearing that at? Uh, several different uh, Sirius XM stations that they play at my work. Oh, yeah. See, I'm, I'm way out of the loop. And Evanescence, actually. Really? Yeah. I've I've never heard this record. Never bothered listening to it. Do you not like uh, "Bring Me to Life"? Do you like that song? No. 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 It's a, it's like church music to me. That's what it sounds like to me. Which makes sense because the guys. Uh, what's the guy's name? He's from 12 Stones that's in that song. Paul something. Yeah. 12 Stones. You know about 12 Stones, huh? A little bit. Now, you want to talk about a butt rock singer? Thank you for bringing that up. Now we're going to get some butt rock singing. I remember when this song came out, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. <laughs> that scream gets me every time. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> One more time. That is. Um, I'm pretty sure I've heard Fred Durst do that same that same scream. You've what? I'm pretty sure I've heard Fred Durst do make make that same scream. That yeah. I mean that scream is very specific to the time for sure. It was that guitar tone. There was a lot of whisper singing. In new metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you to do something? Yeah. Pay attention to the dude on the left, his... Well, they're not on a stage, but his stage presence, can you just pay close attention? No, it always got to me. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. It always just got to me. <laughs> hey, man. They've sold... However many million more records than I do, so fuck do I know. 2004. God. That was a good song. It's a good though. song. Yeah. What's the that other one? There's song. another, um, what was their other big song? 
This one? No, I don't think that's it. There's a cool choker. <laughs> that guy, hold on. He's supposed to be high school. Apparently. That guy's 40 years old. <laughs> Not this one. Now, if, no. uh, tell me this. If you were to put that lead singer at the front of any band like Crazy Town or Some 41 or Simple Plan or anything, would you believe that, yeah, that's probably the lead singer for that band? I don't think I'm following you. Why do you say that? I don't know. He Just the look is from that era. Oh, for sure. Are ever, you, so ever, you saying he could just... Yeah. Not his voice, just say that guy. Just put that guy and say, yeah, he uh, he's the lead singer for Some 41. I mean, I could see it. Or Simple Plan. <laughs> he's a little too buff for a pop punk band, I feel. You, okay. you generally didn't see buff guys okay, true. in those bands. Okay. That was more kind of this genre of music. It was yeah. okay to be buff. I mean, come on, look at his sleeveless shirt. Got the guns out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So that's not the song you're thinking. I don't know of any other songs by them other than those two. That's all right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nope. EOD, great, Satellite, great Static X. Yeah. Yeah, these are all good. A lot of good stuff here. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what their explanation was of why it's more popular now than it has been in a while. Netflix series documenting the case of Woodstock 99, which also may have led to a spike in new metal searches considering Coral and Biscuit, Godsmack, Kid Rock were among the performers at the event. Plus, there are some artists that have gained momentum over the last few years that are evidently inspired by new metal, like Code Orange, Tetrarch, and Hardy, who started his career as a country songwriter, but has since released his own rock material that's reminiscent of new metal in its own ways. How dare they? If I if I if I were to pick one band that I felt like, oh yeah, they're bringing new metal back, it would be. Of Mice and Men. Jesus Christ. Okay. I would say this record was definitely like, okay, they not only listen to new metal, but they're bringing it back. Like that had so many riffs, you know, screaming vocal patterns, everything. It just, for me, it was reminiscent of new metal. Agree? Disagree? Well, let me listen to some. We're four seconds in. That's already new metal to me. Yeah. That could be, that could have been Static X. That could have been Power Man 5000. That could have been Limp Biscuit. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's new metal. Yeah. What else? So what are you uh, saying? You're saying people are saying that of mice and men aren't, or you're just saying that that's a, they would be my, my big example of like when I felt like I started hearing it come back around. Okay. This record came out when this record come out 2014. So God, this record was so good. 
so many good songs. That is a new metal drum beat. so great when you hear this hook tell me it doesn't remind you of the dude from Atreyu check this out have you heard this record no is this the first time you're hearing it this it is yeah holy dude I can't you can't hear it this way you need to listen to it front <laughs> to back okay I, I can't will. believe this I we'll will. finish the hook I cannot believe that's the first time you're hearing that. Well, you have homework to do now. That yeah. is such a good record. Yeah, so the singer, I can not remember what disease. He had something weird. There's still a band. The dude, the singer we were just listening to is now the screamer and singer, plays bass. Okay. Mm. Still a good band. They still put out good shit, but that record just for me was... I think some of the other bands too that I've shown you recently, such as like I think I showed you the band Currents. They're very, to me, very new metal-y. New metal-inspired, anyway. I would even say that that band Loathe that we looked at a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. my opinion, would could be called new metal. But Well, that's fun. I just introduced you to something awesome. God, yeah. I cannot believe... Here, let me play you one more, just a little bit of it. I mean, I've heard tracks what of theirs here you? and there. It's not like that's the first time yeah. I've ever heard of that band. I just never have listened to a right. record from front to back. Dude, this song, oh god, I won't play the whole thing. Son of a bitch. This could be architects. See now, if we do we do the chorus of this song, it sounds more like the dude from Atreyu. Hold on, did, did you hear what Is I that said? Name from Atreyu, Brandon. The oh yeah. Dude, I cannot believe. All right, I'm gonna get over it. You gotta. You gotta download that like now. That, uh, I, I gave you a free pass. That uh that lead I'd in prefer you buy it. That lead in to me could have been architects also. Sound a lot like Ar yeah. architects. You know what? That his voice is kind of like a mixture between uh the guy from Atreyu and Caleb from Beartooth. For sure. Good yeah, e good either way. Very similar. Good either way. Oh, speaking of that, yeah, we I don't think it's a bad thing. We but... haven't talked about the new song yet. Sunshine. Oh, the new uh, from Beartooth, yeah. New Beartooth? Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I played it for my wife the other day in the car. It was the first time hearing it. And 
when it, immediately when it started, she's like, oh, this is really cool. I'm like, oh, wait, it go, it takes a turn. She's like, oh, my God, this is so catchy. I'm like, yeah, they just keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing it, man. Like, I don't. I would eventually. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what their process is, but I. I. I, I know. I run out of ideas. If I were them, I would just be running out of ideas. You just naturally, I would just be like, I need a moment to, to like. <laughs> but they just keep pumping out just fucking catchy shit. I got to see them live. But I, didn't you say that's a band that probably won't come through St. Louis? Uh, I mean, they're not on this next tour. Of course they're doing not. Kansas City again. Of course. The same yeah, place? I, I don't, I don't, dude, I don't get it. Did you see the hip hop uh, show that's coming? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, wait, maybe. It's LL Cool J, Bone Thugs, Ice T, yeah. Jada Kiss, Common, The Roots. And I want to say there's someone else I'm forgetting. Hang on. That's all yeah, on that's one a- bill? Yeah. Yeah. LL Cool J is the headliner. And then it's, like I said, The Roots, Common, Bone Thugs, Ice T, Jada Kiss, and someone else. Is this going to be yeah. like a seven hour long show? I don't know. I mean, but they're they're having like rotating uh, lineups too in different cities. Like okay, some cities are getting different people, and uh, but that's the one St. Louis is getting. And I I really I really want to go. You know where else I want to go is Lil Wayne is playing the Factory. Oh really? I really want to go to. I really want to go to it. Man. That'd be cool. Like I think it would be so much fun. Huh? Yeah, that'd be cool. When, when is when I think it'd be so much fun. Mm, I don't know. I want to say I want to say it's that I think it's coming up. If I'm not mistaken, dude, they're they're getting some big big artists. I know, through the factory. and I never think about the factory though. And then all of a sudden, it's like, so it'll, I'll awesome. be scrolling through Facebook or something, and it'll show like, oh, hey, David Spade's at the factory, or you know, just some, like just massive names coming through all the time. And I'm like, what the hell? I totally forget about it. Tenacious D is playing there May eighth. Yeah, I did see that. Clutch. Uh. A lot of comedians roll through there too, which yeah. I find interesting. Uh, obviously, I've only seen a, a band play, but I, I, it would be weird to see a comedian there just the way that I'm picturing the club. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to put seats down for that, and that would make total sense, but I, it just feels, you know, Louie played there. Yeah, so I think Kevin James did too, didn't he? Uh, maybe, but like Eddie Griffin's coming, George Lopez. Those are comedians, anyway, uh, that I'm seeing here. Um, who else? Who else? I know. Well, maybe no. Lil Wayne's not coming up anytime soon. Mastodon and Gojira. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, whose line is whose line is it anyway? It's coming. Who's yep. live anyway? Is what it's called. All time low with Gym Class Heroes. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. The Mars Volta, Three Dog Night, Motionless <laughs> and White. Ooh, this would be a great show. Motionless and White knocked loose after the burial and Alf Wolf. That would be great. I might go to that. Try anyway. Stavros is going there. Did you know did you know that Knocked Loose was coming whenever we were talking about them at Coachella? No. Huh. Had no idea. Now I'm not seeing Lil Wayne, so what the hell happened? He probably canceled. That would not surprise me. <laughs> Lil Wayne, St. Louis. Oh, here it is, the factory. What is it? Oh, did it already happen? It did. It was April twenty sixth. It was yesterday. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> well, so much for going to that. Yeah. Well, 
Maybe later. Yeah. All right, man. Let's let's take a bummer turn real quick. Because you sent me something and it bummed me out, of course. But you sent me an article about Bam Margera assaulting his brother, apparently. Yeah. What 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 should what do I need to know about this or does it not matter? I don't think it matters. The article that I read didn't really give that much information on it. It was basically just that his brother had called the cops on him because yeah. he basically went on a tirade and was saying that he would shoot his brother in the head with a gun and he had physically assaulted oh him God. and Yeah, I don't um Well did you hear the story that Steve O reached out to Bam and tried to take him on tour and kinda like help get him doing things that would not Anything other than sort of just sitting around and getting loaded. Uh-uh. And you hear that that lasted one night because Bam got shit-faced in front of his kid, in front of his own kid, and Steve-O was like, oh, okay, this isn't going to work. And then Steve-O publicly talked about it, and so I guess here's a video of Steve-O talking about the aftermath of that. We won't watch the whole thing because it's a long video, but... Uh, I got a call from a very drunk Bam. Oof. How dare you? Really? Might as well start okay, pause off for with just a second. Uh, Bam. Is Should he? What do you think about him publicly talking about his like what's happening with Bam? I don't know, man. Because I don't think he's really I, doing it in a way that he's like trying to let people know, hey, he's just not in a good place. That would be it. That would be a one thing, but I don't think that's how he's bringing it. Well, let's watch more. Maybe he will. Okay. I, I, I don't. Well, here's the thing, dude. And I saw recently, Bam was on some podcast recently with some girl, um, like recent, recent. And I'm just like, why are you having this guy on your show? Like, you're just looking for clicks. Yeah, for sure. Like, what benefit is he getting out of being on your show, mentally speaking and right. health wise? Like, I, you're. What are you going to do other than bring up all of the trauma and the triggers that he has? Yeah. Like, I, I, what else would you talk about? Right. He doesn't need to be on any podcast. He doesn't need to be on TV. He doesn't need to be doing anything other than getting clean. Like, I, I don't understand the mindset. Right. Would I love to have a conversation with Bam Margera? Yeah. But I wouldn't do it on this podcast. Mm -mm. Not now. If he had cleaned up and was clean for a while, then okay, now... Let's have the clean Bam Margera on the podcast to discuss being clean. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fucking have him on as a train wreck. I don't get any joy out of that. But some people do, and it's gross. Yeah. Here we go. Let's see how let's see how he approaches this. Running from the law, hiding in the woods, threatening to kill people. This all according to TMZ. It's pretty unreal. It's, um. <laughs> how long do you guys hear it before it hits the news cycle, or do you pretty much? hear about it as it hits the news cycle okay here's okay <laughs> i mean who, i don't really like that he's smiling so much who, but who is that guy who's the guy in the steve shirt that is his tour manager slash whatever okay why he's always on the podcast with him okay why <laughs> I, didn't know no reason. I i don't know i don't know him i'm just curious on who he is oh, okay yeah, I know he's like a tour manager. He's always on the podcast. Okay. Beyond that, I'm not real sure. And I don't know who the guy on the right is. Forgive me. Does it say here? It does not. Scott Randolph? Or is that the other guy? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> glad you asked. There's, uh, I'm not necessarily glad you asked, but there's this um, subreddit strictly devoted to people talking about Bam Margera. Mm -hmm. And um, it is absolutely insane how fast yeah. news develops on we have had the gnarliest week ever. And I, I don't even know where to begin with uh, the prostitutes, with the in charge of this whole operation. And he found out about this loony lady. Yeah. And, and uh, I went ahead and just scrapped all of that footage. Oh, did you scrap it? Yeah, it's it never going to see the light of day. I mean, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, yeah. Even though it has its moments of, of heartwarming and... Yeah. We probably could have made a lot of money if we sold those BAM skateboards. For sure. But it's all out the window. So take that, anybody who thinks... Uh, God, I'm so glad I'm I got one of those boards. <laughs> yeah. I made a lot of money, too. Did you, you haven't even talked about what you were going to do with that money, too. Or did you I mean, make... I did want to... Um, you know, help create a trust fund for Phoenix. But then, um, I guess that's Bam's kid, perhaps. With, with Nikki filing for uh, legal separation, sole custody, like this and that, like now there's a whole new wrinkle in it where, you know, we're going to be talking about alimony. We're going to be talking about yeah. child support. And he's going to have to pay that anyway. So I did suggest, hey, why don't we sell these skateboards and have. Um, you know, ha have uh, money go straight to cover Phoenix, child support, alimony, like whatever. Like that's coming out of your pocket either way. And when I made that suggestion, uh, I got a call from a very drunk band. Oof, How okay. dare you? Now we're pulling it together here. Oh, really? I, I did my work. <laughs> I worked here. You know, that's, you know, and I was like, Bam, um, I've paid you for everything you did. I'm talking about anything in the future, you know, that has not happened yet. Yeah, like, mine. for me to do more in the future, yeah. I really just, you know, wouldn't. And how dare you? This was the first day that he uh, uh, posted the challenge Knoxville to the, the, oh, to the boxing match. The no glove boxing. <laughs> so, oh, okay. God. I, I can't even watch anymore. Jesus. So, such a bummer. What I'm saying is, like, he's, he's telling the story like i guess the way it happened and just he's telling yeah. the truth i'm sure but why like you're literally just feeding clicks because you're talking about bam and if he's supposed to be your friend then... well i'll tell you what talk about it on your podcast but don't clip it out and make it a clip yeah but i, again, I, I don't even clicks. yeah i mean i don't even why, why well that's the thing dude i don't know yeah they're friends but i you know it seems like steve-o kind of went out of its way and it bam like everything else kind of fucked it up like he was at a restaurant yelling at his wife in front of his kid and man. dude i don't know what the dude is gonna have to do to hit rock bottom like every addict needs their rock bottom to get clean I don't know what his is, man. I mean, I'm assuming it's probably some sort of do something really stupid and get put in prison for a while. Uh, prison would, well, that's the the headline. The, the title of that video was Bam needs to get arrested. I mean, probably right. If they can keep him alive in there because he will suffer from terrible withdrawals. I mean, there's got to be a way to get him to rehab, right? 
Like to He's gone to, several to, times. No, I mean dude, to stay from though. What they like, say. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it, man. <laughs> I, I. They say it has to happen. It has to be self. Uh, it has to be the the person has to be willing. It can't be someone making them do it. Like they have to. T- they have to be the one to decide. All right, enough is enough. I need to go. And even if they but go, even if ever... they go, like they can't keep them there, right? Like they, if the person wants to sign themselves out, they sign themselves out. But unless it's court ordered, right. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a bummer, you, dude. Again, terrible situation. Again, unfortunately, that's what it seems. The road it seems like it's going down to. That's about the only way to save them. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I know people that talk about their rock bottoms and and all of them sound terrible, but it feels like Bam already has them beat, which is crazy, but rock bottom could be anything to be honest with you, but I, you know, bummer. Well, let's, uh, let's end on some things here. So if I said to you that the Beatles were once upon a time metal, what would your response be? I don't really know what that means because was metal even a thing? It's <laughs> a great question. But uh, if you just had to think of some Beatles songs, you could be like, oh yeah, that song would be metal. I, I can't think of one. Okay, good. That would fall into my you, category of metal. I was hoping you would say, no, I can't think of one. If you would have said yes, I would have been like, you asshole. <laughs> okay, so I saw this article that... Uh, who did it? Metal Hammer did it. And so they, they 10 great heavy metal songs that came before Black Sabbath. As you know, Black Sabbath is considered, you know, the they're considered the originators of heavy metal, mm-hmm. right? And one of the songs they had, and I before I even looked at this list, I knew it was going to be like a too cool for school type list. Like they were just, it was going to be, okay, really? You think that's a metal song, right? Some of them I could see. So, for instance, like, you tell me Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love could be considered a metal song. I'd be like, okay, I'll give you that. But they have, one of them is the song Helter Skelter by the Beatles. Are you familiar? I think so. How, like, let's listen to it because I'm not, I just feel like the list is just, it's just like, hot air like the, it's like <laughs> if this were a bar conversation you'd be like dude you're just blowing hot air at this point you don't believe what you're saying yeah well let's listen maybe i'm wrong this is a remastered version of that song from 2009 let's let's see when i get to the bottom i go back to the top of the slide so already 10 seconds in this feels like more of a punk song to me than a metal song yeah Especially when the drums kicked in. I don't know if I can finish it. Let's go to an older version. I'm 
I'm not gonna lie, that verse riff is kind of metal. A little heavy. But uh it's not good. This is not the Beatles that I like. <laughs> I would hope not. Yeah, that's not a metal song. They're crazy. <laughs> what is your what is your take on that? I've never heard that song before. And it's maybe the heaviest song that I've heard from the Beatles. It's not saying much. I understand that. <laughs> Iron Butterfly. This one was one of the ones I was like, oh, yeah, I would call that metal, maybe. Oh, to be alive during this time. Sounds like the doors. I wouldn't have made it past 30. Like a lot like the doors. Function. Yeah, that's not metal either. They had a Black Sabbath song on here. So let's go to the originators here. Let's do that. Black Sabbath. Let's look at the difference of what is metal and what is not metal. 1969. This is the band Coven. The song's called Black Sabbath. That was crazy. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> now let's go to the real Black Sabbath. Paranoid's no good. Let's go... Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. About War Pigs. That's a good one. Yeah, that's an obvious one, though. Which points at me? I don't know. Have you heard any metal yet? N- not really. I mean, uh, Ozzy, or I mean, uh, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath would be the closest. <laughs> the Who, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see Jimmy on any list, but I don't know that I consider that metal. Anyway, we don't know our metal apparently. No, we don't. What do we know? Metal Hammer knows better than us. I don't know about that. I don't either. I was being facetious. Well, you want to get out of here? Let's do it.